Be dressed for action and have your lamps lit. Be like those who are waiting for their master to return from the wedding banquet so that they may open the door for him as soon as he comes and knocks. Blessed are those slaves whom the master finds alert when he comes. Truly, I tell you, he will fasten his belt and have them sit down to eat, and he will come and serve them. If he comes during the middle of the night or near dawn and finds them so, blessed are those slaves. But know this, if the owner of the house had known at what hour the thief was coming, he would not have let his house be broken into. You also must be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an unexpected hour. Peter said, Lord, are you telling this parable to us or for everyone? And the Lord said, Who then is the faithful and prudent manager, whom his master will put in charge of his slaves? to give them their allowance of food at a proper time. Blessed is that slave whom his master will find at work when he arrives. Truly, I tell you, he will put that one in charge of all his possessions. But if that slave says to himself, my master is delayed in coming, and if he begins to beat the other slaves, men and women, and to eat and drink and get drunk, the master of that slave will come on a day when he does not expect him, but an hour when he does not know, and will cut him to pieces and put him with the unfaithful. That slave who knew what his master wanted, but did not prepare himself or do what was wanted, will receive a severe beating. But the one who did not know and did what deserved a beating will receive a light beating. From everyone to whom much has been given, much will be required. And from the one to whom much has been entrusted, even more will be demanded. Hear the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Uh, I wonder for you, what does it look like uh, to be ready? You might say, well, Randall, for what? Ready for what? What does it look like for you to be ready? If, if it's me, uh, to look like... Being ready means that you have enough time to get where you need to be so that you're on time. To, to me, that's a, that's a priority in my head. I like to be on time to places, and to me, on time is early. I, I love, that's what readiness looks like to me. And everything else sits behind being on time. I, I can make things go quicker, and I can drop and leave things in order to get somewhere on time. What, what does it look like to be ready for you, maybe you're someone that, that spends hours in front of the mirror. Uh, maybe uh, you're someone that's chasing everyone else, helping them to be ready. What does it look like to be ready? Today, uh, we're talking about the return of Jesus as we finish out this series on the supernatural. And we're considering what does it look like for us to be ready for Jesus' return. Uh, what does it look like for us to be ready for the return of of Jesus, uh, when we think of uh, the return of Jesus uh, on that day, it says the Lord will come like a thief. Uh, that is, in an unexpected way, uh, the old will disappear. Everything done uh, that we have done will be laid bare before Him, and uh, as the old disappears, the new will come. 
Uh, what does that mean? That the, the world as we know it will no longer exist when Jesus returns. Uh, so, so the question for us as a, Christians is, what does it mean for us to be ready for this return of Jesus? What does it look like for us to live in such a way that this is part of our reality? Uh, as Christians, we believe that the world as we see it is exactly that, just what we see. But there is actually more to the world. Uh, there's the kingdom of air. Uh, there is spiritual uh, opposition, spiritual forces. There's the kingdom of heaven, the place where God lives. Uh, but what we also believe is this is structured this way for a time. And when the time is finished, all the old way of things will disappear and there will be a new way. That is, we will be with God and God will be with us. There will be no barrier and no separation. We believe that suffering and death and evil, everything is dealt with. No more pain. That there's new resurrection bodies for those who follow Jesus. This, this is what we believe, that this way of, of living is uh, when Jesus returns soon to pass, that the opposition we experience in this world from the, the world itself, from Satan, from our own flesh, soon will pass when Jesus returns. So what does it look like to be ready? And will I be ready for Jesus' return? Uh, th this is a passage uh, that speaks into a context of living in such a way in life uh, that you are oriented towards Jesus and his purpose in life. Now, you may or may, if you've got your Bibles with you, I'd love you to open them there. There's red Bibles in the pews in front of you. We're on page 847 uh, of the Pew Bibles in uh, Luke chapter 12. Just before this is probably a passage that's a favorite of everyone. A favorite passage, do not worry. He says, don't worry about your life, what you eat, about your body, what you drink, what you wear. Uh, you know, all those things that we think we need to worry about to be ready. Uh, for life's more than food and clothing. Uh, that's what we've been talking about in this Supernatural series, that, that l there is more to this world than, than what we see. Uh, God cares about the, the birds. Uh, he cares about the flowers, it says. Uh, God clothes the grass of the field. Uh, then what does he say? So don't worry about all these things. Your father's got them sorted. Verse 31 of chapter 12, so we're on page 847. Verse 31, instead strive for his kingdom and these things will be given to you as well. And so we as Christians uh, in, in a world that worries so much, uh, are told not to worry and it's not just sit, sit there wait remain the same don't worry no it's actually strive for his kingdom and all this stuff all the things we worry about will be sorted out and so in a world where we worry a lot where we're anxious about a lot Jesus says shift your focus and immediately following that he starts talking about his return and Peter says well Verse 41, what are you telling this parable for us or for everyone? And immediately we see that Jesus uh, says, this is actually for all parts of my people. This is for all people. This is a message uh, for all to pay attention to. Uh, will I be ready? 
another way of asking the question, will I be ready, is uh, asking, am I striving, verse 31, for his kingdom and these other things, am I letting God sort them out himself? Will I be ready? Am I living out the fullness God is calling me into? I say particularly that God is calling me into because uh, the fullness that you lived out last week is not necessarily the fullness that God calls you to live out this week. Uh, So God continually calls us forward in preparation for his return, that we will be prepared, that the world will be prepared as we join in the work of his kingdom, his kingdom coming on earth as it is in heaven. So am I living out the fullness God is calling me into? That is, am I fully being who God has called me to be as a human being in the world, utilizing my full gifts in the season I'm in, not the last season, in the season I'm in, Am I making full use of the opportunity God has presented before me? It's, it's really easy to get consumed with the worries of the world, the things that make us anxious. It's really easy to get concerned by that, but Jesus is saying, be concerned about my kingdom here on earth. Be concerned about doing the work of my kingdom and striving for this kingdom. That's what fullness looks like. It doesn't look like perfection. It looks like this walking with Jesus, being led by his spirit as he leads us into an understanding of what fullness looks like. Uh, For some of us, uh, fullness is an understanding of, I need to be there. That's where God's calling us uh, or me to be. For some of us, it's, God, what do you need for me today? God, what are you up to today? And how can I join in with what you are up today and partner with you in the work of your kingdom? Uh, so there's sometimes big picture things that God calls us to. There's sometimes we, we don't know and we wake up and say, God, what do you have in store for today? But all of us are called to in the days that we have as we wait for that day, strive for Jesus and the work of his kingdom. So Peter's asked, does it apply to me? And I think the answer through this passage is, well, well actually, it applies to all people. Let's look at the first section, uh, watchfulness. What, what does it mean uh, to be ready? Uh, why, why should we evaluate this? Well, why be ready? Uh, there's an unexpected arrival. Uh, a thief that comes in the night is not someone that anyone plans for. <laughs> uh, a thief that comes in the night is, is someone that you don't expect to be there Uh, God's not saying that he's going to come in the middle of the night to to steal he's saying it's that kind of unexpected event so why do we need to be ready because he'll come in at a time when we least expect it so why be ready an unexpected arrival but what we also see is is an unexpected service If, if you look with me as he knocks on the door uh, he, he says, Blessed are those slaves whom the master finds alert when he comes. Truly I tell you, he will fasten his belt, have them sit down to eat, and he will come and serve them. If he comes during the middle of the night or near dawn and finds them so, blessed are those slaves. Why be ready? Uh, we're not sure when he's coming, but when he comes... Who does he want to serve? He wants to serve those who are waiting 
watching for him. So blessed are those who are waiting and watching for him. So, so we, we want to be ready because when we look forward and all the significance of what it means that uh, Jesus is returning, he's making all things new, including us, we, we want to be ready to receive that in its fullness. So that's why we need to, to be ready. Uh, often uh, we, we like the pictures of our relationship with God, that I'm a friend of God, I'm a child of God. The picture he's using here for us is of slaves being ready for a master. And I wonder if you've ever thought of yourself and God in that way, that I'm a, I'm a slave of God. I'm called to be a servant of God. God relates to us in, in, in different ways. And here he's wanting us to relate to him as a master so that he can uh, uh, fully express to us what it means for him to flip that dynamic when he comes to serve us, to wait on us, to tighten in his robe, to kneel down, to wash our feet. So why be ready? Jesus is preparing to serve us in that way. So how do I evaluate what readiness looks like? Uh, we, we have here a couple of pictures, like a servant waiting. A servant waiting is awake. Uh, they've had enough sleep where, when they could get sleep so that they can pay attention to the, the, the coming, the sounds of their master. They know what it sounds like when he comes down the road. If it's the middle of the night, they're, they're looking for that lamp on the distance. They're paying attention. They're recognizing the signs of the times. They're, they're uh, not off doing something else, not getting their sleep, not resting because they're in tune with the Spirit of God. That's what it looks like for a servant to be waiting. We're, we're in step with what God is up to. Now, no one knows the, the time or the hour. It says that in Scripture. But uh, we can still watch and wait and discern uh, and be ready. Uh, it also looks like this. It will be good for those servants who, whose master finds them watching. Uh, what does it look like? For us as Christians today to watch, uh, we, we can look at some of the things uh, we see around the world, the, the, the wars, the rumors of wars that the Bible talks, talks about as signs of the time, the, uh, the, the shaking of the earth. We, we can look at that and, and say, well, yes, the, the day of Jesus' coming is closer than yesterday. Do we know the day? No, we don't know the day. But we can also watch and say, God, how can I partner with you? Uh, so what else does this passage, skipping on to the, the next section uh, about the faithful and unfaithful slaves. So, so we've said, why be ready? Uh, there's an unexpected arrival. There's an unexpected service, him serving us. Uh, actually, for those who have done well, whilst their master has been away, there's an increased authority we, we see here. Th those uh, who have looked after uh, what they've been given well, uh, will be given more authority. But then we also see in the middle of this, for those that haven't done well, there's a serious consequence. So be ready. Be ready. Watch and pray. So how do I evaluate from, from this second section what, uh, readiness looks like uh, we, we see uh, a servant 
or a master is fulfilling their duty. Uh, there's the faithful and prudent manager whom his master puts in charge of his slaves uh, to give them their allowance of food at the proper time to look after them, to make sure that things run well whilst he's off doing something else. Uh, so to be ready looks like being faithful with what God has given us, not judging other people for their lack of faithfulness, going, God, what, what have you given me? What have I got in my hand? What have you put me in charge of? Maybe it's not much. Maybe it's just me. How am I being faithful with what I already have in my hand? And how, uh, if I'm in charge of people, am I being faithful with the, with the people that you have blessed me to lead or have influence over, whether as a, as a parent, as a, uh, as a leader in a, in a church, a leader in a workplace? Because when Jesus is talking, he's not just talking about what we do here. He's talking about how we live life as a whole. And so if you are a leader or an influencer of any sort in any context, Jesus is saying being ready looks like using what you have well, whether as a student, uh, whether as a retiree, using what we have well. Uh, so that's one picture of what being ready looks like. Uh, the, the other, I've, I've flipped a negative into a positive. The, the, the other side of it is that we're not distracted or ignorant. What does distracted and, and ignorant look like here? Uh, we, we see the, the one who is unaware of what they're meant to have been doing. Uh, verse 48, the one who did not know and did what was did what deserved a beating, received a lighter beating, they, they still got a beating. The, the one who knew clearly his responsibility and didn't do it, he was cut to pieces. What, what was he doing instead? Uh, the, the master uh, of the slave uh, came and saw that he was beating the other slaves, the men and the women. He was eating and drinking and getting drunk. What does it look like to be ready? What's our master's business? That's what it looks like to be ready, doing our master's business. What does it look like for me? Different from you. That's okay. But we need to know what, what our master's business is for each of us because when we're, we're people, when we're Christians that are all about our master's business, that's what it looks like for us to be ready. Now, does that mean God doesn't want us to have, you know, side hobbies and pursuits and to enjoy life? Not at all. He wants us to have priorities that define the direction of our life, that, that we can enjoy life, but in the middle of it, God, you're a priority here. Actually, God, you don't call me to enjoy life in that way, so I can't enjoy life in that way because you are a priority for me. What does it look like for you to be all about your master's business, serving him as a slave. How did the, the servant or, or the, the manager, the, the servant that had been put in charge of other servants, justify that, you know, he didn't need to be ready? <laughs> well, the master hasn't, you know, he's been away for a while. He's been away. Maybe, maybe he's not coming back. I think I can get away with it. 
And it would be easy for Christians to go, maybe Jesus isn't returning soon. Maybe I can just try and do as much as I can and get away with as much as I can. And just at the last moment, I'll be all about the master's business. Kind of like when you go and sit with your kids and your kids suddenly behave. (laughs) That's right. That's right. But being all about a master's business is about whether he's here or whether he's returned, where we're on about the same thing. And do you know what's found in, in the middle of doing what God has called us to do? It's actually the, the joy, the, the fulfillment that comes from that cry that comes from him. Well done, good and faithful servant. Well done, good and faithful servant. So to the person that's anxious and worried about everything going on out here, he, he says, actually, Be about your master's business. And as you are consumed by that, in the middle of that place, you will find joy and you will actually discover a master who wants to serve you. Isn't isn't that a beautiful picture that we have? The, the, The Jesus who continually wants to lay down his life before us in order to serve us as we lay down our life before him. That's what it looks like for us to be ready. Now, when we look at this, we, we go, well, this, no, Randall, this, this just applies to, to certain people. And so I'd ask you the question, uh, what are the limitations you've, I've asked yourself the question, imposed on how ready I'm willing to be? Do I sit down in Scripture and allow Scripture to influence what readiness looks like? Uh, or maybe my limitations of readiness imposed by my environment around me? Don't let me limit for you what readiness looks like. Don't let what you see someone else doing limit what readiness looks like. Be ready. The Lord is coming. Where will he find us? What will he find us doing? As you're sitting down tonight, as you're enjoying maybe a day off tomorrow or Tuesday, what's, what's the Lord going to find you doing? Will you be ready? Will we be ready? Everyone who has been given much, much will be required. And from the one who has been entrusted with much, even more will be asked. What will we find ourselves doing hopefully jesus returns right now because we're we're sitting before the word of god and we're we're about to pray i'm going to pray and then we are going to pray uh together let let me pray for us Uh, father thank you that you uh, love us and that you call us together Uh, thank you for these times of gathering on sundays and how they Prepare us to be a people that are ready for your return. Help us, Lord, to be known as a people who are all about our our master's business. Help us to be people that seek to discover what that looks like. Lord, whether we have the big picture of where things are going or whether we only are trying to figure out what's the next step, Uh, We pray 
Lord, give us the clarity to know and understand as we seek to partner with you. And we pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen.